toleration be the love Before pride and exaltation be the love Be the love You are listening to Be the Love, Transcending Through the Shadows. During this time of rapid global shifting, we all need tools to navigate this new state of consciousness and ascension. These tools are within all of us. We are souls on the journey, opening up the conversation to heal, awaken, and connect ourselves and the planet to a higher vibration of love frequency. This is our time. My name is Stacy Musiel. And my name is Sam Fernandez. And we are your co-hosts of Be The Love Podcast. Thank you for tuning in and ascending with us. Hop on board the Ascension Bus. This is Adrienne Elise of the Supernova Soul Tribe. This is Nicholas David Mann. This is Mia Tarduno. This is Brenda Carey from Sacred Path Healing Yoga and Reiki. Hi, my name's Steve Nabell. Here I am with Stacy and Sam on Be The Love Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Be the Love, Transcending Through the Shadows. I am Stacy Musial. And I am Sam Fernandez. And we are your co-hosts and souls on the journey. And thank you again so much for tuning in this week. And if you've enjoyed listening to our show, we would absolutely be so grateful for a five-star written review on iTunes. Reviews really help spread the message. And if it feels safe for you, I'd like to begin by inviting you to take a beautiful cleansing breath into your nose and out of your mouth, releasing anything that is keeping you from being present. And take another breath into your nose, breathing in calm, peaceful, loving energy, and breathing out anything you are ready to release in this now moment. And take one more breath into your nose, breathing in light and love for yourself, and breathing out the light and love, and sending it to all of humanity, remembering that you always have your breath to come back to you. Today we have Joey Drolshagen. Joey has led hundreds of professionals feeling unfulfilled in their works to experience freedom beyond what a job can offer. Joey is the creator and developer of Subconscious Mindset Training, or SMT. He has proven that lifelong changes and quantum shifts are possible to achieve 100% of the time and in lightning speed, unlike taking massive action or through mindset alone. Joey's mission is to inspire, motivate, and lead people to live better lives, to show people how to convert the energy associated with struggle into fuel and to launch their life further than they could ever have otherwise achieved. So thank you so much for being here with us today, Joey. So just to get us started, tell us a little bit about your own journey and what's led you to this point. Absolutely, Stacey. So I grew up right outside of Detroit, Michigan, in a family of seven. And, and my parents struggled my entire youth. You know, I remember at nine and a half years old, I had gone to a friend's house. and It was just a different energy there. You know, they had money and they owned a small business and things like that. And I didn't know at the time what that difference was. But, but you know, I just knew something wasn't right at nine, little over nine years old. Well, even knowing that, I got into my adult life and I struggled financially. I struggled in relationships. Like I watched my parents with exhaustive working and things that it led to what in their relationship and their health breakdown and all of that. And, and so even in my 20s, I, I struggled financially regardless of my income. I struggled in relationships. I got to a point where it was like if something came easy, I thought something wasn't right. At 20 years old, I went into corporate America because I was condition that a man gets a job, supports a family, and hopefully lives long enough to enjoy some retirement. So I started that pathway, you know, at 22 years old, I heard a speaker talking, his name was Jack Boland. And I got to tell you, I don't remember even today what he said, but it just ignited this thing within me that I wanted to spend my life inspiring and motivating people to live better lives. And I became a student of the works I do today at 22. So for all those years, you know, I built a family, all of it based on the conditioning that I didn't even realize. Once I understood the subconscious mindset, that subconscious conditioning and how it impacts us, I realized, oh, my God, I'm living off of this conditioning. Because many times I tried to break away from corporate America 
I ended up spending 28 years there building a career up to a vice president, building territory, specializing in helping companies do bankruptcy and things like that. And I was really good at what I did, which added to that conditioning side of it must be what I'm supposed to do because I'm good at it. Once I understood the subconscious conditioning and how no matter what we do until we shift that, it just keeps pulling us back into it, which prevents so many people that in fear are really what prevent people from living their desires. Within six months, I had three clients to my name. I resigned from corporate America. I moved to the mountains in South Carolina where I always wanted to live. And I've been going forward, assisting hundreds of people ever since. And within the first year, I replaced my income doing what I love. Oh, thank you for sharing that a little bit about your journey. And so so tell us a little bit about the work that you are doing now and, and what that looks like. I do personal transformation, you know, as one side, and it's how I start, got started with this. But with having the business experience, having, you know, working with the clients, it, it's kind of altered itself into being where I work with people who are like stuck in jobs they can't stand. And they spend so many hours going and doing that and helping them open up to identify what that is that they would love to do and then take the steps into doing that. All the while, the program SMT, Subconscious Mindset Training, it's all based on identifying and shifting that underlying conditioning that just keeps us held to the areas we don't want to be held in. And then I help business owners to experience like incredible growth. And, And when I say that, I started working with a business owner five weeks ago now. For three years, he had been trying to build his business. He was at $1.5 million and he was trying to grow it to $6 million. Over a three-year period, his best efforts gained him $30,000 in annual revenue. The third week that we started working together, he ended up adding $100,000 to his annual revenue. And he's still going and growing. It's things like that. I've worked with realtors. They, their business was spiraling down and they were spending 24-7 just, just trying to keep with the path of it. You know, within the first six months of so that year we worked together was her highest earning year in 18 years of real estate. And on top of that, she took five weeks vacation, the only time ever in her adult life. Two, one of them, two, her, two weeks to her bucket list item in Israel. Her goal this year was $10.5 million in sales. September. 30th, she toppled over $16 million in sales and still has another quarter left in the year. Those are the kind of results I'm talking about. I have helped people that were school teachers who just were burned out, couldn't stand what they did anymore, ended up helping her with her vision. And I'll get a little bit into the program, but helping her with her vision. And her vision came out. She wanted to buy a short bus, convert it to a hair salon, drive to industrial parks, and people walk out and get haircuts. Mm -hmm. Loved what she was doing. A a year into it, she ended up buying a larger bus and putting a boutique up front and the hair salon in the back. You know, I've had major university professors who have within six months resigned from their position because they just didn't want to do it anymore, subleased their house, and for the last three years has been going to all the national parks in the United States and not visiting them, but living there for a month or multiple months at a time. She's monetized a blog replaced her income and just loving life with what she, those are the kind of changes that can happen in people's lives. Mm -hmm. And it can happen so rapidly once we identify what that underlying conditioning is. And one of the steps I use in my program is dynamic vision road mapping. And whether I'm working with an individual organization or corporation, we start out by getting a, 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 a powerful vision, not what's possible, but what they truly want in their life or their organization or, and, and once they have that, then we just, the rest of the program is geared towards bringing them back to becoming that person in that vision. In doing that, it's geared so that they bump up against those patterns and those paradigms and that underlying conditioning that keeps pulling them back into the old habits and behaviors that they follow. So we can identify them. But instead of those conditioning and those patterns running their life, we shift them, you know, they're coming up for repatterning and release so that we can shift those. And all of a sudden with doing that, all of a sudden doors start opening. That's great stuff. And uh, uh, when you were talking about your upbringing as well, you know, it sounded a lot like mine uh, and guessing probably Stacy's we, we were poor, you know, when we grew up and, mm-hmm. and yeah, when, when you went into, you know, a friend who maybe was middle-class, maybe upper middle-class and you went in their house and you saw their stuff, it was a completely different vibe. I think that, you know, a lot of people, probably not so much nowadays, but in in the past, 
they thought that this is how I got brought up. So this is how my life is going to turn out. I'm poor or whatever. So that's just, that's just who I am. That's just how I am. That's just how I live, you know? And uh, to hear your story about how you kind of busted through that mold and how you're able to, to help your clients bust through that mold too, that mold of, you know, not just fear, but of, you know, upbringing of, of familial ties, you know, things like that. Um, I, I did find it very motivating, uh, but I was wondering what are some of the tools that you use that make those quantum shifts uh, for you and for your clients? Absolutely, Sam. We all have conditioning, right? We all have conditions, patterns, paradigms that we things we've learned. You know, we're going along a path, something happens in our life, and then we all of a sudden turn. There's a point in there that we take that on. And so what I tell people is don't judge yourself by it. It's okay. It's not you. It wasn't your choice. You didn't get to check the boxes of who was going to give you your conditioning when we're born, right? You have the conditioning you have. And even the people who gave it to us, they were doing the best they could for us. So we can let them off the hook as well. You know, whenever I do a workshop, I always ask the audience, you know, how many of you would ever speak to another person the way you talk to yourself? Mm-hmm. And everybody always laughs at that. And I understand the humor, but it's so damaging to the life we live because that's all that becomes our experience. So I start out right away with the self-talk and self-thoughts and start moving in that direction, you know, which is mindset, right? Mm-hmm. And then we create the vision which it starts making that transition from the mind down into the feeling tone, right? What's it feel like to live that life? What's it feel like to live in that house? What's it feel like to feel such reward for the works that you do and the impacts you have, you know, and looking at that side of things. And then as we do that shift, the subconscious mindset, so we have our conscious mind, right? Which is the words we use, the thoughts we entertain, people we hang with, all that. And then we have the subconscious The subconscious doesn't determine good or bad, I want and don't want. It just takes whatever the focus is and absorbs that. That's where that conditioning happens at that level. Mm -hmm. And then the subconscious mind uses the body to carry out the actions to have the experiences of what we call our life. So if you understand that model there, then once we get the vision, it starts making that transition period. And then we spend time and I have different areas that we focus on, you know, that we walk as we go through the program, start causing us to bump up against those patterns and paradigms. Because if they weren't there, you know, if you were raised in the house that I was raised in, you have different conditioning than if you're Grant Cordon's kid. You know, I mean, if you're raised by him, his family, when I say don't judge that, just understand it. We move through it. And then as we do that, one of the other keys that I hit on, I'm really, really big on is so many business owners, so many employees, so many people, they live off of, you know, and and coaches even coach this. And it really ticks me off is if you want something in your life, you've got to put massive actions into it. You know, you want to be an entrepreneur, you got to be willing to set the rest of your life aside to get that. And, and, And we hear so much of that and it's programmed from so many different areas and it's all BS. And let me ask you guys a question. How many massive results have you ever achieved from taking massive actions? Not many. (laughs) I can't even think of one, honestly. It's always been like you, Stacey. Yeah. I mean, I've I've done a lot of, you know, things, but it's usually, you know, um, I don't, yeah. What is massive action? It's usually about small steps that the the goal that, you know, just kind of building that momentum. Absolutely. So you have so many people programming this into people. You have so many people coaching this and teaching it and mentoring, you know, that, that, you know, if you want something, you got to be at the 5am club and, and, and things like that and stuff. You know, I've worked with clients who have been through that and I've gotten them. Su- I had a realtor I was working with. Actually, he had two full-time jobs mm-hmm. and he was, he, his passion was real estate, but he was trying to steal time to even put into it. So you could imagine he might get a half hour one week, an hour and a half the next, and he's trying to, but it's his passion. Within the first month and a half of us working together, we shifted and balanced, rebalanced things. And he ended up spending time in there. Within two and a half months, he ended up towering over both incomes with his real estate, was able to drop one of them. He kept the other position because he liked what he was doing and things like that. And today his real estate is his lead in his income. Those are the kind of things that can happen when we start making these shifts. One of the things that I was just thinking about within that framework is that I I used to burn myself out thinking I had to work harder than anything. I was like, you know, I, I was literally, you know, raising a kid plus like working plus I was like writing books and, you know, 
training for marathons. And, you know, I had like all of these massive goals that I had to do, but it was like, and then now I'm think I think back to that time and I, I still feel tired thinking about it, you know? So I'm like trying to like reset my, my, my own system, you know, work smarter, not harder and do the things that fulfill me in a very meaningful and purposeful way. So I can see, you know, the energy behind that really shifted. And actually 2020 was a pivotal year for me with, with that, like I really got to slow down and, and take a second look at that. But I'm sure that's how a lot of people have been conditioned to think we have to work super hard to get yeah. to the goals we want. Yeah. And I didn't go to college out of high school right away because my family was blue collar. I thought that's what I was going to do. I got a job in the shop, you know, and then that led to something else and something else. And and so I didn't even start school. So at 32, I was working full time and I was traveling Monday through Friday. I would leave and I'd go to a town. I had a son who was who was a year and a half old. I was building a house. The guy who just hired me for the job I was doing in my, you know, in sales said, I'll hire you, but you got to get your degree in a year. And I was much further than a year away from it. So I ended up going back to school, which it was good because it got me home Thursday night. And I thought, hey, I still got some open time here. And I decided to get my pilot's license on top of all of that. You know, and that's how I lived all the time. It was always have to achieve everything right now, have to achieve it, you know, and even my parents after a while, they go, why are you living the way you're living? You know, you're miserable, really. Why are you living the way you're living? And and that would lead me into abusing alcohol. It would lead me later on into overeating food. It would lead me into gambling. It would lead me into doing those unhealthy things, binge watching TV, the things people do to try and keep that push down. A big part of SMT, a big part of what I work with my clients on opening the door, I don't have your answers for you. I don't know what they are. You cannot take the exact same steps I took and get the results I got. But what I'm really freaking good at and specialize in is helping you access those and then bring those out into inspired actions that you can take versus the massive actions. Those are the people you see on the beach with their laptop, you know, sitting in the sand with their laptop and no shoes and stuff. The people that put in small efforts and get huge outcomes from those efforts. That inspired actions is what leads to quick, fast, and really powerful results in people's lives. I love that. And like really, you know, tuning into the inspirations that we have, because that's coming from, I think, a deeper source than feeling like the ego is telling us the massive action and, and more, you know, goal focus, you know, forward thinking. I mean, it's all forward thinking, but like, you know, really that um, deeper, probably masculine energy that I think too, is, you know, so like taking that, shifting that into this inspired action because the universe likes speed, the universe likes inspiration, right? When we get that inspiration, we can really move forward in more of a heart centered way. And so I'm wondering if you can tell us a little bit more about your program, Subconscious mm-hmm. Mindset Training. It's a um, 12 lesson program, but I typically do it over a six month period as I'll, I'll walk clients through it and such. And, and, and like I said, right from right away, we start getting into that place of notice what we're noticing, start looking at the mindset, because it is an important part, but it's not the only thing. Like when, when the secret came out, I bought the, the VHS because I'm that old. I bought the book. I found a workbook and I, you know, in the book and I really poured into him and I thought, man, this is it. Even knowing what I knew on mindset, I thought this is it. And I tried the very best I could to apply it. I've gotten assistance and coaching and things like that. I didn't get beyond where I started with it. And then once I realized about the subconscious and the, and the conditioning and things like that is when it opened up that avenue, the secret, the law of attraction, all those things work and they work perfectly for every single person. What's not talked about a whole lot is the application of those principles is as unique as the individual applying them. That's what I work with my clients on. So we start right away. Then as we do the vision, we start in the other tools that start moving us down into this area. All of a sudden, we start tapping into that emotion of that excitement of that vision. That, that's what starts turning on the inspired action. You know, and, and it's breaking habits, even for people not taking exhaustive efforts and trying harder and harder and harder to get what they want. You know, so that's it. And it's all built in through the process. And then we move from there into inspired action. I have areas where I really look at because, you know, of forgiveness, because, you know, we let things that happened in our life. You know, when I was 12 years old, my dad was a a heavy equipment operator. He was a 
big stocky guy. You know, he grew up in Detroit, so he was a little bit of a brawler and stuff. And he said to me one day, you need to toughen up. And I didn't know what he meant. And he didn't know to explain it more. And from that day, for the next decade of my life, I fought all the time. And I got beat up so much in that time period. And I would walk away from there going, I need to toughen up. And it would build on that conditioning. And then it, the, 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 however many times, five, seven times that I literally like beat somebody up bad, I walked away with tears in my eyes feeling so bad about what I just did. And the message was, you need to toughen up. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until I was in my 40s and I had a conversation with my dad. And I go, do you remember that? And he goes, no. He goes, but I can tell you right now what I meant by that was you need to not let what people say to you bother you so much. He goes, that was one of your things your whole time through childhood. Now, if he'd have explained that to me, that would have changed that time of my life. But he didn't. So when I talk about we we, we get derailed from the path we're on, it's things like that. Mm. Understanding that we bring that back into, you know, I was just dealing with a client recently and he said, you know, I just live numb. And I go, and, and it changes for every person. The way we apply these tools, the, the exercises, you know, I mean, there's a, there's a program, but then it, it's it's really individual as the individual. And he said he spent his life numb and we just went through some exercises to open up the door. You're ignoring it, but you're not numb. You have emotions. You don't, you, you don't. Well, once somebody understands that, who feels like they've spent their whole life feeling numb, that's like a door opening for them. Now, all of a sudden, they can start addressing those. They can start getting more excitement into their vision. They can start, you know, dealing with the upsets, the frustrations, and, and, and the emotions that need to be processed. And all of this is geared together. And then the, the reason there's 12 lessons in, in six months, the reason there's six months is because I take people through the program. And then we go into an implementation phase where we're looking at what are the inspired actions that you're excited to take. You know, I'm really big on helping people lean into what feels good, not what they think they have to do. And as they do that, all of a sudden their results get bigger from taking smaller actions and they're doing things they more like to do. And then even once we get done, I have a, because so many programs that I've gone through with coaches or, you know, self say when you're done, you're done. And it's like, there you go. You want to work with us again or, you know, and, and so I have a post program where even after we're done working together, they have certain amount of calls and things like that and, and, and goal settings and such where, where, you know, where we, where we set their vision, readapt their vision and such, where I can help them continually. So now they've learned it, implemented it and have support and even bringing that further outside of that. My, my whole goal and everything I do is to help people where they don't need my help anymore. Kind of giving that, giving your clients, um, teaching them to fish rather than giving them the fish. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, I like just that. heard something the other day on some sitcom thing I was watching or something. And they said, you know, teach, uh, give a man a fish, he'll eat for a day. Don't ever teach a man how to fish. It's not that hard. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Sorry, you just reminded me of that. Yeah. <laughs> But it's true, I think, you know, because then there's there's this also a uh, level of dependency that can get formed, you know, with with any kind of helping professional. And then it takes the power away from the individual, you know, where they have the power. They might they might need just a little support. We all need support from each other and, and helping that person get to a certain place and then, you know, let them, you know, empower themselves to create that, you know, the change because now they have the tools. Yes, absolutely. And, and I'll tell you, like, I've, I've, I've had, like, I'm just so honored and blessed to have the impact in people's lives I have, you know, I've had multiple organizations uh, or corporations. I've had uh, companies like even like Amway and things like that, you know, brokers for real estate companies who I'll talk to them and, you know, everybody has their top producers and everything, right? And then there's that mid-level people and they get some attention, but not much. And then there's the people at the bottom that you look into, you know, how to change out and things like that. So one of the things I've been able to really have an impact is those middle ground people, because those middle ground people to be there, that means they want it. They have the desire, they have the passion, they have all of that to achieve, but something's blocking them. 
And when I start working with those people and all of a sudden you start shifting that conditioning and shifting those blocks, all of a sudden they shoot right up to the top producers of things. And it happens in any organization I work at. Like I said, whether it's a manufacturing corporation, whether it's an engineering firm, whether it's a real estate office, you know, um, whether it's something like Amway even, you know, and, and helping those people because people, some people, I, I have to say this, what I do isn't necessarily for those who need it. It's for those who want it. You know, so those people who need something like this and don't want to do it, they'll never do it. They, you know, won't do anything like that. You can't really do anything for those people. But those people in that middle, what I call the middle area there, those people want it. And most of them, honestly, like I spent decades, they, they don't even know what's holding them up from achieving it. Hmm. And so what I tell people is if you're not achieving the life that you want, if you're, if you're dragging yourself to a job you can't stand, you know, if, if you're not getting the business growth you want to get, the sales, the things, that, even love relationships, if it's not, if it's, if, if it's cause struggle, if it's not where you want to be, then there's something inside of you that's causing you to be where you are. And until you identify that and shift that and get something more powerful in its place, it's not going to change. You might go to a new job. It's going to be exact repeat, though, once you're used to it. You can get into a brand new business, but it's going to, you're going to ex continue experiencing that stuff until you do something on the inside. When we do something on the inside, our outside world changes. Absolutely. And I, yeah, I, I completely agree. And I think uh, a lot of us have been in those situations, you know, where, uh, we weren't fulfilled with a job or, or a relationship or, you know, where we lived or whatever. So we thought, you know, the best thing would be to, to switch a job, to go into a different relationship, like to, to change the scenery. But like you said, and I know I've experienced this so many times that it's, it, it might start out really good because it's fresh and it's new, you know, and, mm -hmm. but eventually it's going to go back into that same, you know, rut that, that was before, you know, mm -hmm. uh, one of my favorite sayings is wherever you go, there you are. So, yeah. yeah. And I mean, I even, uh, uh, back a handful of years ago, I even moved out of the country. I moved to Belize to try to basically escape myself, you know, and yes. it did, it didn't work out at all. It, you get it, you it, go it, brush it was, your teeth and there you are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, um, yeah. no, but I, yeah, I, and I, I do, you know, it, it, it is, it's, it's, uh, you know, breaking through that conditioning, breaking through that, you know, that inner voice that tells you that you don't deserve this, you know, or that tells you that this is too hard or, or, you know, something like that. But um, I was wondering too, though, what is like the major drawback you see, you know, from your clients? Cause I'm guessing that there might be some that, you know, get this really good steam going and everything's going great. And then boom, they just hit a wall. You know, Absolutely. what, what, like what said, is that? Wall? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's great. And it's multiple, really. I mean, first off, like I talked about with the conditioning, right? The other thing that's interlaced throughout the entire program is fear. You know, fear holds back more people. And I'll tell you, you know, not near as much as like, like, you know, the generation above me, I guess, the baby boomers. But the John Wayneism is still alive and well today. You know, for a guy to admit he has fear, most guys, you know, ma males that I work with in, in, um, in, in my programs, you know, will talk about it. They go, I don't really have fears. I don't really. Have, and I, and so when I walk them through the process, well, why don't, why don't you have the business where you want it? Or why don't you have, you know, why aren't you doing a job that's fulfilling? Why? Well, because I need my pay. But what happens if you don't have your pay? You know, and, and, and I always able to get them down to that fear level. That's a huge one. So that's through the whole program. And we do that dealing with the fear, but we also do that in building the confidence. Because you ever notice as you build your confidence, as it grows, the fear shrinks, mm -hmm. right? So it's in building that. And there's multiple ways throughout the you know, different weeks we do that and stuff. So that's, that's another really big one. One of the ones I run into more at the beginning than into it, but even into it, I got to kind of go back to it a lot of times is, is that beginner mindset. So many of us are conditioned that you have to have the answer. You have to know what to say. You have to this and you have to that. And I've had people come right out and BS on things they've told me the complete opposite, you know, the week before in a one-on-one -on -one, in a group, they'll come out and they'll BS. And I'm like, no, no, that's, that's, and, 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 but that beginner mindset will hold us trapped to the life we're living right now. And if somebody's struggling, that that's the best you're ever going to do. So what I tell people in, in, in this, instead of looking at what you already know, if you could stay open to looking at what you can add to what you already know, that in itself would spark growth within you. 
you know, that open mind, having a beginner mindset, looking at what else can I learn? Even if I'm the expert on this subject, what else can I learn about it? You know, those are those are three of the big ones. And like I said, with fear goes confidence and, you know, past failures. And we deal with that and right size them. And, and so there's a lot of areas like that that we cover in there. I even I even go through a, um, a, a exercise with, you know, a lesson with forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Because so often we get those things embedded deep within us and we don't even know we're carrying them around, but yeah. we're, we are and we're acting that out in the actions we're taking. Yeah. And I think, I mean, forgiveness is like, I mean, huge, right? So when we can forgive, we're, we're letting go of all that energy that we're holding on to, whether or not we realize we're holding on to it or not. Just going through that process is, you know, really powerful for people. And, and, you know, those questions too, like what you mentioned is, you know, that questions create answers, right? So we, when we ask ourselves these powerful questions, we're going to get those answers. So we could ask ourselves like, you know, what, you know, what do we want versus like, you know, what's wrong with me or what's, you know, what, what can I have today? What is possible? What, you know, what is the next step, you know, and, and what can I be open to that might be, you know, the next step and what, what's that possibility? And I think, just holding space for that beginner's mind can really create so much newness because then you're letting go of everything you thought you knew and can create so much new opportunity. Absolutely. So based on what you just said, Stacey, you start out right with, with, with um, that beginner mindset and things like that. And I have a whole thing I go through on that. And, and then you start noticing what you're noticing. So you start paying attention to the words you're using, the thoughts you're entertaining, what are you watching on TV, who are you hanging out with, you know, da, 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 things like that, you know, CNN, constant negative news, or, or, you know, you're leaning into where you want to be in life and stuff. You hang out with people who are where you want to be. And you're hanging out with people who are stuck in their life because that's what you're going to experience in your life, right? So now you add dynamic vision road mapping to that. And now all of a sudden you have a very powerful thing that's got a a lot of emotion built into it and things like that, that you're coming from versus the situation, circumstances surrounding you in your life. So all of a sudden you come from a higher plateau in that area. I start shifting. I, I, I help people start making that shift from living reactionary lives where you're reacting to things like the whack-a-mole game to living um, response, you know, where you're responding to the situations and circumstances in life. And as so you can see where confidence and all of that is built throughout the entire program, you know, as we go through that. But and that's 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 a process. And then, like I said, the different, you know, lessons from there forward and then the implementation phase. Like I'm awed that this kid from Detroit put this stuff together and the like the impact, the speed of it, but also the, the size of the impact it has on people's lives. Like when somebody has a breakthrough or something, it'll put me in tears. Like I'm just so blessed to get to be a part of it. Hmm. That's a really beautiful process to be able to witness that with people and and just to, you know, also celebrate their successes with them, you know, something that their breakthroughs, right? When they overcome something or, you know, move through a barrier or an obstacle or something and, and create something, bring manifest something, you know, in their life. That, that's really, it's a beautiful um, thing to witness. Um, yeah. And so I'm wondering uh, if you could talk a little bit about, you know, you mentioned like quantum shifts. Is that something that you go into is like working with the quantum field and um, working with the quantum energy? All of it's all of it's tied in throughout the process. That I don't know how else I would help people get results as quick as they get them, without tying that into it. You know, there's so much tied into it. Even even living through your genius and things like that. You know, it's 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 all mixed and blended into it. And that's what I love about this program. It, it's like a it's like a collection of the top things available on mindset, condition shifting, you know, all of that stuff put together to, to, to create change on a very immediate process and a very, you know, a very quick and, and lasting changes in people's yeah. lives. Yeah. Cause it's all energy, right? But when you can step into the energy behind the belief behind the, you know, that um, thing that they can't forgive, you know, the resentment or the anger, you know, emotions, it's all just energy. So when you're helping people tap into that, into the minds, yeah, the energy starts to shift. So that makes yeah. a lot of sense. Yeah. And, 
Yeah. And I'll tell you guys, you know, like when I used to hear this stuff and I wasn't having the results, you know, I would think this person's lying. They're making this up. They're exaggerating. They're this and they're that. And, and I understand that I lived there for a long time. You know, you can go to any of my social media stuff and see, cause I always do celebration for like, you know, my clients and things like that where they're at. And you can see one after another, after another, after another, the results mm -hmm. that people are having in their life, mm -hmm. you know, and I always try to follow the pattern. Where were they at? What have they done and where they're at now? So you get kind of a rounded picture of what that looks like with that person. So, mm -hmm. you know, this isn't BS. It, it yeah. really has that impact. And when we tap into that, you know, inspired actions and things like that, oh my God, we can move mountains with ease, you know, in, in what we can achieve in our life. You know, the one thing I, I work with all my clients on is, you know, the reality of our life, the true reality of our life is make-believe because it's all based on our perceptions. Mm -hmm. The good news in that is at any time you can look at those perceptions, that conditioning, all that, and you can shift it and experience something different in your outside. Mm -hmm. The bad news is only you can, you know, we each have to decide for ourselves to do that. But the way I've tailored this whole program, I'm not the kind of person to sit down with books and stuff like that for hours and hours and days and days and things like that and stuff. So I've made this whole process is fun and it's enjoyable. And we right away get into achieving successes. So as we celebrate those, it charges us up even more mm -hmm. to going through the process. So it's not like you're sitting in this grueling, you know, multi hours a, a week going through the stuff and everything else. It's fun and it's easy and it's enjoyable. One thing, a couple of things that you said, actually, uh, really uh, resonated with me, like the, uh, the the timetable, the turnaround time for all this. You know, I think a lot of us, and I don't think it's just tapped into Western society. I think it's worldwide. We all believe that if it's, you know, something worthwhile, then like you said, it's going to take great effort and it's going to take great time. The grind, you know, all that kind of stuff. But I mean, I've, I've witnessed it personally and I have witnessed it with other people, how the law of attraction works. You know, you, you have that intention, you have, then you have the energy behind that intention to get this one thing with that energy and with that intention. That's kind of what, how the law of attraction works. So, and like you said before, you know, there, there's a difference between, you know, people who want it and people who need it, you know, and, and, and the people who need it are usually the ones that will never have it because that, that intention backed with that energy, one of them might be there, but both of them aren't there. I just found that really refreshing how, you know, you're saying anything really is possible. It won't take a lifetime to do. And uh, another thing too is, you know, I, I'm a firm believer and we create our own realities. You know, there's not a one size fits all reality for this world, yes. you know, so it's and again, that's intention backed with energy. That's how our reality is created. So I, I was wondering if you could, you know, give a, a few pointers on how we are able to truly tap into our higher potential so we can monetize our passion. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you, you mentioned the law of attraction, right? Mm -hmm. and, and, and I've spent years studying that, you know, and, and, and what I've come to realize is I cannot, nobody can bend the rules of the law of attraction to fit them. Mm -hmm. Right. But when we get into alignment with that, oh my God, it's like a whole nother level of living life. And, and, you know, based on you saying that, I know you've experienced that as well. So looking at that, as far as like tapping into it, what I tell anyone, even when I'm doing a workshop, I tell people, write out what it is you want to experience in your life. Get set aside, even just for a couple minutes, the problems, right? Because we're so focused on looking at what's not right. Mm -hmm. set that aside and look at what is it you truly want in your life. And instead of just saying a new house, what is that house? What's it look like? What's it feel like to live in that house and be the owner of that house and like get into that descriptiveness of that, what it looks like and the feeling tone of that house. Mm -hmm. That's how you start adding power to it. Now, when you look at somebody in a job, I can't stay my job. I can't stay my job. I can't stay my job. We all know people like that. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and, and so, so, but they're not going to do anything about it. But they just want to talk about how they can't stand the job. And then there's people going, man, I can't live like this anymore. You know, I want to do something different. Right. For those people, write out, you don't even have to know the job you're going to do. What does it feel like to go to work? What's it feel like to wake up in the morning and, and truly spring out of bed because you're excited about the day ahead? You're excited about the activities you're getting involved in. You're excited about things like that. And then from there, you can start describing it more and more and get that finite detail to it. But you don't have to know every single itty bitty detail of it. And the other thing, every vision I work with people on, I tell them if it doesn't, if it doesn't scare the hell out of you, it's not a big enough vision. 
as I take people through this process, I talked about some of the other stuff with the fear, the building confidence and things like that. One of the first things that we do is we test the vision once we get it done. Because so often we live our life as, am I worthy of this? Right? Am I worthy of that big house? Am I worthy of that healthy bank account? Am I worthy of spending my days doing what I love? But it's the wrong question. The real question is, is my vision big enough to be worthy of me? Can you see how there's a shift right there? Mm-hmm. Once people start getting that, there's like a, it's like a power punch and people start going, wow, I never looked at life this way. You know, so get into that vision, get into describing what it looks like and what it feels like. If you do nothing else other than that, we live by so often we live by our problems. What it does having that, it's called a vision-driven life, really. You know, there's all kinds of stuff out there. But, but the way I do it, the process I follow. But when we do that, we start shrinking down our problems. Our desires get bigger than what our problems are. And how often have you had something like that happen where you have all these problems? All of a sudden, you focus on this other area. And, and a lot of those problems just dissolve themselves. You didn't even have to do anything at all for them. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, what that- I mean when I say easier life. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Stacey. Yeah, no, I, I, you know, when you start to like focus on, you know, the things you want, you know, and, and, and then you add in gratitude with that, right. For the things that you have, the other problems tend to shrink down. Like, you know, it's not as, they're not as big and they're, they're more manageable, but when you're fully focused on, you know, what's wrong and like all the, the negative and, you know, being stuck, right? That's the energy that you're creating and cultivating and continuing to, um, you know, live in. So yeah, I've had a lot of, you know, luck with the manifesting and just um, manifested a lot of different things in my lifetime. Um, And so I've used different tools, modalities, like vision boards, versus Mm -hmm. like, um, mind movies, things like that, you know, creating a movie of, you know, the mind um, of your vision board. What are some of the tools that you like to use with your clients? Is Do you find one to be better, more effective than the other? Like I have found that that dynamic vision road mapping is the most powerful thing that I've come across. I've been a student of everything I help people do today. You know, I have multiple certifications, but it's not like I didn't know any of the stuff, went for a certification, read it out of a book, and now I'm trying to apply it. I've lived this stuff. I've lived in that struggle. I've lived in making $150,000 a year and, and living week to week. You know, I've lived in those things because my conditioning playing out that way and such. And so, so it's not like I, you know, when I'm helping somebody step away from a job they can't stand to what they're doing, I, I've gone through that. I've, I've been stuck in it for years, but I've gone through it. So the benefit I bring to people really in what I do is you can spend the same three decades I did studying, learning, coming up with your conclusions or things like that. Or you can take advantage of, of really accelerating that within a six month period. And, and one of the things I want to say is I guarantee my results in every client that I work with. Now, I've been working with hundreds of clients over the past almost decade. Nobody's ever asked for a, a refund on what they get. Mm-hmm. In fact, that business owner that I'm working with that I told you about that and added $100,000, I had his call with him earlier this week and I talked about something with it. He goes, you know what? Don't even say that. I've already got my value out of our coaching. Two months into it, five weeks into it, whatever it's been, mm-hmm. you know? So that process of that, of applying this stuff, it's kind of like, I always equate it to like climbing Everest. You could go out there, fill out the permit and, and just walk on, right? But how much time, effort, and, and even your own life could a guide, somebody who's been down that avenue, somebody who's who knows what to look out for and knows the best areas to maneuver and manipulate to get up, you know, to the top and actually reach it. You know, that's the that's what like in this process is is very similar to that. It sounds like just like laying the groundwork for people to get to the top of the mountain that they want to achieve. It's actually getting them to the to the peak. Hmm. You know, the way I have the program set up with the initial phase and then phase two, the implementation and then the post phase, it, it's actually it's actually doing that climb in their life and doing it in a shorter period of time. Hmm. Yeah, you mentioned that you have some pretty good results in a very short amount of time rather than you know lifetime for to achieve that result. Can you say talk a little bit more about the results you've seen with people? Yeah, absolutely. Like I've I've had people who were in business for years and just 
struggling, not even really staying afloat, you know, dipping into their 401ks and borrowing and, and things like that and stuff. Within a matter of months, we were able to get them into the into the black from the red and actually grow from there. You know, part of the thing I didn't plan to, but I specialized my last seven, eight years in, in um, corporate America was assisting companies that were either in or going into bankruptcy, get back into profitability on that other side. Some of it can be, um, you know, getting new ownership, going out to customers and doubling lead times and costs and money down and like all of that stuff tied into it. I learned so much in how to move through that stuff, what works and what doesn't. And I'll give you an example, Stacey. We had five days a week, we had the executive meetings every 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 day five days a week at 9 a.m and we'd all collect in the main in the main conference room and we'd all sit down everybody it was like a, a a complaint session i'll clean it up it was like a complaint session for the whole thing and everybody would talk about what's not right what's not right what's not right and over a matter of a period we're watching things get worse and worse and worse and worse and i finally started saying you guys can everybody come in here with one thing that's going good in your department something with an employee something with a process something that's going good and so and everybody's going oh there's mr over optimistic you know <laughs> but eventually i think the president got tired to hear me say it so often he goes you know what let's just do it so we went around the room and the first time we did it this guy was talking in one part of the plant where they handle small parts and he said yeah we kept having this process and so and so figured out a different way to do it and it's just remove the you know the problem altogether hmm. and somebody in another area goes wait a minute what do you say he goes, we're having a problem with this. He goes, that's we're having the same problem. He goes, well, he did this and this, and, and it just took away the problem. We don't have it anymore. We're, we're doubling our time on how, mm -hmm. how fast we're processing parts. Now, he took that and he applied it. Mm -hmm. When we get into that solution, when we get into the opportunities and the potentials of what is, rather than living in the muck of what we see as a problem, all of a sudden they start showing up so quickly. And, and that's one of the things, like I said, I've, I've shared some of the things that my clients have, you know, experienced up until now, but people who have been in sales and they're just burned out and they can't stand doing it anymore and they want to open their own business. Other people that are in corporate America that wanted to move into coaching and helping them do that within a six month period to make that complete transformation into coaching full time with clients. Mm. You know, like I said, multiple business owners, when you look at the brokers and the Amways and the, and the places like that and helping build strong teams that are producing and living in their joy and creating financial freedom in their life, doing what they love and they're ignited about. That's, that's the impacts right there. Yeah. And I can see why, how the, there's just so much passion behind that for you. Yeah. Um, there, there is. Yeah, there is for as long as I want, you know, and people will say, how are you so energized and excited about, you know, I've wanted to do this since 22 years old when that fuse got lit mm. and it took me almost you know, over two decades to get here. And it wasn't wasted because it was all studies and things like that and everything. But I have all that pent up excitement for all those years yeah. I wanted to be doing. This, yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah. And, and one of the things I get to gain is every client I work with, I continue having a beginner's mindset, which means I continue to grow and expand in, in that. So it's like every person I get to work with, I look at it, I'm, I'm there to serve them and stuff, but I get to learn from that process as well each time. Yeah, that's beautiful. Um, and because I think, you know, we, we, you know, people who show up in our lives, we can learn the most from, right? The clients sometimes, you know, those are the people that we're, we're you know, can learn lots of different tools and, you know, just life lessons about. So um, I'm wondering, uh, you mentioned that you have a breathing exercise that you could yes. do for our listeners. I'm wondering if you yes. could provide that for them. Absolutely. You know, going through life, there's always times when we run into anxiety or we run into things, you know, where, where, where things happen and, and, and we just get in that kind of reactionary mode, you know, where we get into that place. And so I have a triangular breathing exercise that I was taught and I, I, I teach now. And it's really, it's geared to scientifically just bring everything down. And so I'll walk through that, but I'll explain it first. So if you look at like, I'd say triangle all the time. I don't know why, Stacey, it's rectangular breathing exercise. <laughs> so if you picture a rectangle and there's four, there's an equal top and bottom and equal sides. And when we breathe, typically I will work with, you know, people and take them three times around the rectangle to start bringing stuff down. 
So depending on the level you're at, if it's not bringing it down, if you just keep doing it, we'll do it three times a day. But if you keep doing it, it, it will bring down everything. So, and the way we do it is we breathe in for the count of eight. And when we do this, I'll count. And then we breathe out for the count of four. And then we go eight and four. That's one time around the rectangle. We're gonna do that three times around the rectangle and I'll count as we go. But we wanna breathe in for the count of eight. So. If you just take a second, make sure your feet are flat on the ground, you're in a comfortable position. If you feel comfortable closing your eyes, go ahead and do that. And let's start the inhale. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Exhale, two, three, four. Inhale, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Exhale, two, three, four. Inhale, two, Three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Exhale, two, three, four. Inhale, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Exhale, two, three, four. Inhale, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Exhale, two, three, four. Inhale, two, three, Four, five, six, seven, eight. Exhale, two, three, four. How do you feel, Stacy? Yeah, I definitely feel more centered um, just doing that, yeah. you know, just for that little, little yeah, time. Yeah, sometimes if, if I can't go to sleep at night because I get all these excited ideas of what I'm doing and stuff, you know, mm -hmm. and I'll just do the rectangular breathing mm -hmm. and it just brings everything down to where yeah. I go, okay, I'm ready to go to sleep now. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Absolutely. So Joey, tell our listeners where they can find you and what you're currently working on. The easiest way to get a hold of me is you can go to coachwithjoey.com. So it's C-O-A-C-H-W-I-T-H-J-O-E-Y, all one word, dot com. And you can schedule a 10-minute call with me and we'll get on the phone and we'll talk about what's going on. We'll, I'll bring up and, and help you start opening up that doorway of what it is you desire. And then I'll make sure before we hang up that you have some inspired actions I'll help you come up with that you can apply to start bringing about change in your life after we hang that phone mm -hmm. up. My website will be there so you can go there and sign up for a monthly newsletter. And I do a lot of free things. I do a, a once a first Saturday of every month, I do a vision calibration group where we get in there and we just take visions and expand them and have fun with them and, you know, just really blow up the possibilities of what mm. can be. And I do a lot of things like that. So, and you'll be able to find that through the website. Well, thank you so much, Joey, for being here with us today and sharing the space to have this beautiful conscious conversation. And thank you for listening to our show. Stay tuned for more episodes being released on Mondays at 5.55 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. And if you've enjoyed listening to our show, we would absolutely love a five-star written review on iTunes. And if you want to support the work we're doing, please consider making a donation to our show by visiting our Patreon website at patreon.com forward slash be the love podcast. And until next time, love yourself, love each other and love the world. We love you. We at be the love podcast are honored to be supporting the Komodi foundation, which is the nonprofit organization in Uganda that is working to build a school that will promote and support healthcare education, skills development, feeding the hungry, human rights, and environmental defenders. Their goal is to work with young mothers and single mothers, street children, and vulnerable families who lack nurture as they guide them to become productive individuals, which will lead to a productive generation. Please see our show notes on how to become a donor, mentor, volunteer, or sponsor. Thank you, Heather Lynn, for providing us with your beautiful song to accompany our show, Be the Love. If you would like to learn more about Heather Lynn and her music, please visit her website at heatherlynnmusic.com. And thank you, Chrissy Grace at Leading Edge Productions for the beautiful design and graphics. And thank you for tuning in. And until next time, we are souls on the journey. And thank you for hopping on the Ascension bus with us. And remember, there is always a seat for you.